Hello, by that I'm Muniacs. This is Seth Pearson, and this is another mini-sode of the By That I Mean podcast. That's where I take some funny bits that just didn't fit in with the full episode and kind of serve them up on the side. It's a side dish, if you will. In the next episode that will be posted soon, we're going to talk about the fiscal cliff. And since we recorded last December, since we recorded last year, we didn't get a chance to follow the story all the way to the end. A deal was reached in Congress and signed into law by the president to avert the fiscal cliff. The tax rates remained unchanged for about 99% of Americans, I believe. Threshold for income tax increases was $400,000 for individual tax filers and $450,000 instead of $250,000 for everyone. Um for couples and single filers. But hey, uh, we got Republicans to vote for tax increases for the first time in 20 years, despite the Grover Norquist pledge and the Tea Party thrall to anti-tax fetishists. Congress actually chose to add revenue to the government and actually voted for something. John Boehner had to set aside a random Republican rule in the House, a self-imposed rule by Republicans called the Hastert Rule, requiring 218 Republicans to support any piece of legislation before the Republican House Speaker will bring it up for a vote. It could be, and maybe hopefully it will be, since we'll still have a Republican majority House, but setting aside that stupid self-imposed, again, limitation, John Bader could actually get laws passed through Congress. I mean, I, I know, dare to dream, dare to dream. He's already vowed that he's never going to negotiate with the president again. And the real actual wins in the bill that averted the fiscal cliff, extending unemployment benefits, delaying the sequester for a few months, extending some tax credits that were in the stimulus and also a college tuition tax credit for five years. And this is all from Huffington Post. Um, Unfortunate, again, that the only thing that Congress can be bothered to do is renew wiretapping laws without debate and give out tax cuts. But hell, as as long as it prevents another recession from taking hold, I, I guess that's considered a success with this Congress. It continues to be true that it's impossible to bargain with Republicans in good faith. So thankfully, we've also averted a grand bargain for now, which we talk about in the episode, uh, the mix of massive spending cuts and moderate tax increases that Obama has been trying to set up for a long time primarily with John Boehner. Apparently, that's just not going to happen. Thankfully, that also means that we've averted massive cuts to basic government services and social insurance programs in the name of deficit reduction. Deficit reduction can be good, but not during times of massive unemployment like we have right now. The primary problem in the economy is lack of demand, lack of jobs, lack of wage growth. It's not entitlement programs. I recently learned that this Congress is less popular than Ebola, which is not at all surprising. 
you'll hear more about the fiscal cliff and who actually deserves the blame for this situation. Again, spoiler alert, it's House Republicans. In the full episode of By That, I mean, that will be posted soon. If you like this minisode or this show, like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash by that I mean. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and yeah, enjoy the minisode. Aw, your niece is fucking precious. I know. What's her name? Lila. Lila? Aw, how old is she? Nine months yesterday. Aw, so sweet. Yeah, she came to visit me at my job the other day. Her mother was interviewing for a job in the tower that I work in. Oh, okay. At the gym. So my aunt brought her up to my office and one of my coworkers tried to steal her. <laughs> Until she's well, she like drooled on her. She has this tendency just drooling. Get this away from me. <laughs> she was like, "Okay, Asia, you take her now." And I was like, "Nah." Find her scapers. Then Lila started crying. Aww. And I was like, "You're so sensitive." <laughs> she's adorable. I got her a potty. I showed it to you. Yeah, you did show me the potty. The cheer for me potty. It was on sale. It was fifty dollars. <laughs> Yeah, basically. It sings, like, two songs and has some encouraging phrases for you. It sings songs? Yeah. And it has, like, a little lid and, like, a toilet paper roll on the side of it. It's so cute. My toilets have never sung to me, and I have given them so much. (laughs) I think it's, like, Tokyo the Talking Toilet. That Japanese toilet bidet thing that's, like, three grand. I do not know what you're talking about. You gotta look it up. It's amazing. It's like a bidet toilet. It says hello to you. It it has an ass dryer. It dries your ass. With air or manually? (laughs) Like with air. (laughs) Little toilet hands come and gently caress your buttocks. (laughs) Yeah, I'm gonna get one of those one day. $3,000 $3,000 toilet. If you're gonna spend $3,000 on one thing, why a toilet? Well, at this point, I will have a lot of money. So I'll probably have spent $3,000 on several things. The toilet is just like the pinnacle of, I have this amazing toilet that I earned that cleans my buttocks for me. <laughs> I earned this. <laughs> Clean my ass toilet. I earned this. <laughs> <laughs> exactly sing to me <laughs> toilet cheer me on and then clean my asshole <laughs> I'm considering I'm assuming that by the time I can afford a $3,000 toilet they will have marked down considerably <laughs> wait so this is an even fancier toilet that you're imagining that's been marked down to 3000 bucks? <laughs> no this is the $3,000 toilet that I'm assuming will be marked down to like five bucks uh-huh. by the time I can afford it. Why do you assume that the price goes down and not just that the, the price continues to go up and the features continue to go up? I'm guessing these toilets are going to be like iPhones. You're going to get a new one every year. I'm not going to get no used toilet, though. But the price always goes down. It's refurbished. iPhone 1, probably if you got one today and you still can get one. Cost no, a can. lot less than it did when it first came out. You can't even. No, no. You can't no. even buy an iPhone 3GS now. Are you kidding me? No. Were you planning on it? No, not at all. I'm just thinking about my toilet here. Who says they're going to follow the Apple model? 
I read it in a press release from a Japanese toilet manufacturer. That's their business plan. Their next toilet has Google Maps. <laughs> it says hello to you when you enter the bathroom. Not when you sit on it, but when you enter the bathroom. Yeah, like the seat comes up and it says hello. Okay, that's creepy. I think it's I don't want it to greet me when I'm not ready to greet it. I want it to greet me all the time, considering I'm going to do very foul things to it. And I wanted to know. I would rather it not speak to me at all by virtue (laughs) of the foul things I do to it. (laughs) I I don't need feedback from it. I've seen what I do to toilets. I don't need it to describe it to me. (laughs) I want to know that we're still friends. (laughs) I don't view my relationship with the toilet as a friendship. (laughs) Maybe that's the difference between you and me. (laughs) Why wouldn't you? I mean, technically most of your, some of your most intimate experiences happen on it. It's pretty, that's pretty intimate. You don't like. I've had some pretty deep poops. (laughs) it knows things about you that no other thing in your place ever will oh it it gets a whole different angle on you (laughs) than really anyone else in your life but nice sure but five hundred dollars nice yeah i don't find a personal greeting particularly nice i hope you can at least adjust the greeting settings and conditions it just says hello and it says your name (laughs) does it know different people yes how many? I don't know. And it asks you before it dries your shit. Wow. I mean, your buttocks. Wait, it asks you before cleaning your ass? Yeah, if you wanted to. Are you okay with this? <laughs> Spread them wider. I'm going to wipe for you. It's a two-way street here. <laughs> I think that that's better than those damn automatic flushing toilets. I hate that shit. They always always give you backsplash. I'm not ready for them to flush and then they fucking flush. And I'm like, does that look like I was fucking done? Do you always get a spritz? I get a I get a spritz sometimes. There's always a backsplash. I hate it. I'm not down. It skeeves me out so much. It's like, I'll sit down and it'll start flushing. And I'm like, does it feel like there's someone still on you? Because (laughs) Does it feel like this is done or not? (laughs) Wait, so what's the potty called again? The one you got, Denise. Oh, cheer for me potty. The cheer for me potty. Who made it? Fisher Price. Those freaks. (laughs) Well, it's funny because when I got the box, it looked like a bunch of kitty porn. Like a bunch of little babies like sitting on the toilet. And I was like... (laughs) You're like, I'm pretty sure it's a federal crime to look at this box. (laughs) Why would you do this? (laughs) Why are you doing this to them? I know they look like they're having fun, but no. They're too young to know this is wrong. <laughs> and I got it for my cousin, my cousin's ex girlfriend, baby mama, and mm-hmm. and Lila. So I got all three of them the same gift, just one gift, twenty dollars. After I got their daughter a gift, and technically I'm giving them a gift as well. They have to buy their own potty, and like I think that potty training your child is priceless because you do not want to be changing diapers until they're nine years old. Have you heard of someone having to be toilet trained at nine years old? No. That would be but horrifying a, to me. But I've heard of kids that can't, that, that wet their bed until they're like 10. They're usually serial killers. Sometimes they're not. Sometimes they just weren't effectively trained at the art of potty. Well, I heard from the NRA 
that if children pee their pants by the time that they're 10, that you need to give them a gun. And that will teach them proper safety. That's horrible. In the bathroom. <laughs> Thank you. My dad says somebody this job. Uh, he was like a really nice guy, but he had this bad habit of like shitting in the bathroom and then like writing it all over the walls, like picking up this shit and just like writing it, writing with it on the walls. What? What? Some sort of like disease, like a social thing where you play with shit or you play with your shit. You write it on the walls. Wow. That might be a form of schizophrenia, I think. It might be a symptom of it. Fuck. <laughs> it's just like, can you imagine or you're going a to work? Yeah, maybe it was that. Can you imagine like going to work and then like, okay, so much shit is on the walls. <laughs> so okay. there's the writing on the wall to deal with. <laughs> can we talk about the elephant in the room? There is shit on the walls. 